This is Be Known, and I'm Kara Fabacher. You're listening to episode 105. We were made for relationship, but so often our relationships are broken. And when our relationships are broken, we are broken too. One of our deepest human desires is to be known, but we often have lost ourselves along the way. This is a podcast to help you get your relationships back to a place of wholeness, a place of authentic connection where you feel truly known. So come on in and sit a while. Let's exchange fear for love and finally see what good relationships are made of. We are a people of desire. We want things. We long for things. It's primal to our nature to yearn. This is something Kurt Thompson says in the first chapter of his book, The Soul of Desire. And later he says, we've been created as people of desire in the image of the triune desirer. But when asked the question, what do you want? We freeze either because we haven't taken the time to be honest with ourselves about what we want or we think we shouldn't say those things because it's wrong and selfish and all we should desire is God or we think our desires are sinful and we aren't allowed to want at all. So we freeze and we say, I don't know, or it doesn't matter what I want or I just want what God wants for me. Or we say we want something we think we're supposed to want just to avoid judgment. Like recently, I asked someone this and they said, I want my marriage to work. But everything else they were saying indicated they actually didn't want that. She thought that's what I wanted to hear maybe or that that's what she was supposed to want. Or maybe we say what another person wants instead of what we want. Like if your friend says they want pizza, but you really want sushi, and you just go with it and say you want pizza too to keep the peace. I think it's actually more rare than not to say what you actually want at any given moment, especially for people who aren't as vocal about those things. But what if we saw it more simply What if desires and wants are a part of what it means to be human, to be created in the image of God, a God who wants and desires too? What if desire isn't synonymous with sin all the time? Kurt Thompson also says, desire, like all human behavior, is subject to what we call sin and therefore at all times must be held up to the light or the work of the Spirit. It's God's desire for us, His love for us, that leads Him to call to our desire, imperfect as our responses may be. He is well aware that I am still quite capable of desiring things in a way that only leads to harm. And no one is more aware of the depth of our sin, nor takes more seriously our penchant for devouring, than Jesus. At the same time, he's not worried about it, nor does it prevent him from doing the work of the Father in redeeming and then using our desire to enable us to practice for God's heaven that is surely coming. It is desire 
and ultimately our desire for him, that God is placed in the very center of our being and that he is counting on to energize our relationship with him and others. Did you catch that? He's not worried about our desires. Number one, he already knows our desires because he knows everything about us. So our wants and desires are not surprises to him. Two, he can still do work in us in spite of any desire that counters his plan. And three, he can even use the wants and desires in us for good to accomplish what he wants too for us. And really important here, not all desire is sin. It's innate in us and yes, can be tainted by sin, but desire itself is simply a part of what it means to be human. No, we should not just act on every desire. We shouldn't always pursue the things we want because sometimes those things aren't what we need or what is good for us or our relationships or our work or our families, etc. They may not be always good for us in the long run. Adam and Eve learned that the hard way. They wanted something that they didn't have. And they ate the fruit. And that wasn't what was good for them in the long run. But here's the main thing I want you to hear me say today. You have permission to want. You have permission to want. And you have permission to name what you want and what you don't want. Listen, I'm not telling you to go after everything you want. Nope, that is not the message here today. But it's okay to want it whatever it is. You're allowed to want. You are allowed to dream and desire. And you're allowed to say that stuff out loud to yourself, to God, and to some safe people. Imagine how much pain could have been avoided if Adam and Eve just had told God that they really wanted to try the fruit and told him why they wanted to try it. Can you imagine how much suffering would have been prevented if they had just taken the step first to tell God honestly about it. Does that mean he would have given in and let them eat the fruit? I doubt it. But at least they would have said something and they could have opened up a dialogue with him about it. Like I said, you're allowed to want And you're allowed to say that stuff out loud to yourself and God and safe people. It's this kind of honesty that promotes stronger connections and relationships. But there's something incredibly freeing and empowering about telling God what you want. David did this in prayer. Jesus did this in prayer. Paul did this in prayer. Job did this in prayer. Over and over and over you see people being honest with God about what they want. And guess what? He's going to listen because that's what he does. Sometimes we want something for another person. Maybe we want their good in some way, or maybe we don't want their good. Sometimes we want to be a certain way, or we want something for ourselves or our families. Sometimes we want something for the world. 
Maybe we want what someone else has or something we don't have. Most wants are harmless. We want to taste good food and see beautiful things, and we want enough money to meet our needs, and we want connection and to love our jobs and to live in a place we enjoy. We want adventure and joy and peace and security. We want to love life and feel good. We want health and long life. We want to be known. And we want many of these things for our people, too. Whatever it is, it's okay to want it. And it's okay to tell God you want it. Because here's the thing. If that wasn't in line with what he wants for you, it's pretty safe to say he won't give it to you. But here's another thing. Because of free will, he will let you pursue what you want. He let Adam and Eve eat the fruit. Even though he told them not to, he gave them free will to choose. And they chose what they wanted. He'll let you pursue what you want. He won't always stop you. He'll let you do that because he's not micromanaging everything you do. But he may derail you if he wants something else for you. Like Jonah, God wanted him to go to Nineveh, but he chose to go the opposite direction. And because God really wanted him to go to Nineveh, he derailed Jonah's plans. But our desires do often line up with what God wants for us. He doesn't want us to suffer, and we don't want to suffer. I don't think he always gets what he wants either, just like we don't always get what we want. He didn't want Adam and Eve to eat the fruit, but they did. He didn't want his people to disobey all the time, but they did. He didn't want death and disease and destruction, but it's here. Jesus begged for God to take the cup of the cross from him, but he had to die on it anyway. It's okay to want. It's okay to name what you want. Just remembering you might not get it. Even if you pursue after it, you still might not get what you're looking for. And that's always important. What do I want? But what am I really looking for? What is that thing that I want? What am I hoping that it does for me? You just might not get it in the way that you're looking for. And yeah, there is often a lot of grief and anger and confusion that comes with all of this. A lot of it. It's okay to name that stuff too. So it's time to get to know yourself. It's time to be honest about what you want. Be honest with yourself first. Put words to it all. I want a bigger house. I want to retire. I don't want to have any stress. I want my kids to listen to me. I want to have a good relationship with them. I want my friends to live closer. I don't want to go to this church. I just want to go to this one instead. I want, I want, I want. And I don't want. Just be honest with yourself. Put words to all of it and then be honest with God. He will hear you. He will love you. And he'll point you in the direction he wants you to go and remind you of what he wants you to know.
And who knows? Maybe through that process, he'll become more of what you desire. Recognizing that it's okay for you to have the other desires, but you start to realize how kind and compassionate he is, how understanding he is, and he just naturally becomes more of what you desire throughout the whole process. As always, you know I'm grateful that you have chosen to sit a while with me today. I trust that embracing the permission you have to want and name what you want will help you take a step toward wholeness so you can finally see what good relationships are made of. And I hope that as you hear this today, you don't think, okay, I know what I want. Now I'm giving myself permission to go after everything I want. Nope, that's not what I'm saying. We just have to start with honesty and start with a healthy dialogue about it with ourselves and God. You can follow along on social media if you want to connect with me further at Instagram, Be Known the Podcast, or at my name, Kara Fabacher. And a big thanks to my friend Robert Hargrove for our lovely music and renowned media for editing. Until next time, friend, I'll see you soon.